0: Future in the Milky Way galaxy, it's a Vercoza cast. Each month, join Nancy and Robin as they read through the Vercosican saga by Lois McMaster Bujold. From Borear to Jackson's Hole, from Cordelia to Miles, it's time to jump through a wormhole and explore the galactic nexus. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Nancy.
1: And I'm your host, Robin.
0: And welcome to the introductory episode of the Vorkosigan Cast. Yay! Woo-hoo! We are so excited to start this podcast. Um, it I have had an idea to do a Vorkosigan saga read through for many years since I first started reading the series. Because <laughs> apparently, how long ago was that? Ah, uh, two years. So okay. apparently, I cannot read a read anything without wanting to um, podcast about it. It's just who you are. <laughs> it is who I am. So, um, and Robin uh, very nicely volunteered to join me. I, join. I didn't. I, did. I didn't have to
1: ask. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Oh, I kind of want to. I kind of want to do this." And I think I was like, "Well, I'm in." Yeah. And that's about all it took. It was great. So there was no arm twisting or anything. I
0: know it's wonderful. Good
1: so, times.
0: So yeah, um, I have been reading the series for about two years now. I actually haven't finished the entire series.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> You're doing better than I. Am. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll, I'll
0: explain. I'll explain why when I get to the actual book order. But um, I. I've been wanting to go back and reread the books because like we were talking about before we started recording is that the series is, I mean, the world building is so deep and there's so much history with just Berear as a whole, as a planet, and then the whole galactic nexus as a whole. Um, and there's so much stuff that I missed in Shards of Honor because I didn't, um, I, I just didn't understand the world at first. Right, but now I'm rereading it, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And I've read like a bunch of wiki of Wikipedia articles, and I've you know read interviews with Lois of Master Bujold and I'm reading also. Um, tourcom is doing a read through, um, a re Ooh. a reread actually. So there are spoilers in it. Um, if you if you want to go read along with them, but they are currently on. Kumar. uh so they they've been doing this for a while they're, they're
1: a, quite a ways ahead of it yeah
0: but we'll we'll probably catch up because they do like a few chapters a week and we we're gonna do a book a month but um okay but yeah cool. they they started about the time that i i started reading the series which was actually like exactly two years ago because i remember i was reading shards of honor while i was on the star wars day at sea cruise in <laughs> february of 2016 <laughs> so well yeah yeah and um so yeah i'm i've been i i just uh i had the books a friend of them gave them to me because uh this gave them all to you well in um so the hardcover version of cryoburn came out in 2010 and in the mm-hmm. back of the book was a cd with all of the ebooks um, oh. and they were all the omnibuses. Um, mm-hmm. so they were basically for free, like. Here, here you go, kids. Try them for free, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then keep reading. Uh, Read
1: the other books.
0: Yeah. So I, I've been reading with those, but um, but I'm actually going back and buying all of the eBooks now because mm-hmm. I, I'm like, okay, I know I like these books. I can spend the I six ninety nine yeah. for each book. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I too am reading them in ebooks, so I have no idea what the covers look like. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> the covers um, for the ebooks are kind of crappy. Um, I don't know. The ones that I have, I'm reading them in my um in my iBook. Uh-huh. And they're super minimalist and kind Yeah, of they cool, are. Although they have nothing to do yes. with the story. <laughs> that is true. What <laughs> are of- like... Matisse paintings. Not Matisse. Yeah, yeah. Was it Matisse that did like the, yeah. the cutouts? Yeah. Actually,
0: if you um if you go to the Torah.com rereads, the first mm-hmm. post for every book is going through all the different covers. And I don't think they they do they're I don't think they're very spoilery. Like I think they might mention like, oh, this scene, like this this climactic scene. But it's right. really interesting to see all the different covers and like like the all of the portrayals of miles are so bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I can see that. I can see. Well, he, that's He's a complex character. Yeah. And that would be hard for people to figure out how to depict. I think. Yeah. There's
0: actually, um, the hardcover or the, the paperback version of captain of patrols Alliance, mm-hmm. which came out in 2012 has, um, I think it's Dave Seely is the artist, and he's done some Star Wars book covers. He did the cover for this.
1: Is that the one that looks like a romance novel cover?
0: Um, I don't know. There's a lot of them that look like romance novel <laughs> covers. <laughs> oh no, the one that—that's a civil campaign. The one where they're in a ballroom. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. This one okay. has um scantily clad blue lady dancer and scantily clad woman on a couch. Like, oh. upside down next to Ivan. And I don't like the scantily clad girls part, but the Ivan sitting on the couch with a glass of wine, like, we're going to talk a lot about Ivan Verpatruel in the series. <laughs> um, he's a dish. He what? <laughs> he's a dish. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, Um. yeah, so... I I got into the books. I just had a friend who said, you know, I was going on a trip and she's like, here, read these. And then like four years later, I got around to actually reading them. Yep. And I kicked myself for waiting so long. And I was like, <laughs> why have I never heard about these books before? Like they're by a female author. They like two of them, well, three of them now star a female protagonist and who who ends up having a huge influence on the series as a whole it's and it's it's very much soft it's science fiction it's exactly what i would like to read and i don't know why someone didn't give me these
1: books when i was a teenager well i wonder about that about a lot of things like (laughs) um why can i suddenly not think of the name of that other book series that we like so much made world's that's the one um, <laughs> which i also I made with, you read i'm really tired um but why didn't somebody give me any of this right when i was in high school like you know okay
0: we are both uh big fans of timothy zahn's star wars books and Correct. particularly mara jade who is another strong redheaded. Character and yep. I don't know why why someone didn't notice that I loved Mara Jade and be like, oh hey you might also like Cordelia Naismith Vercoe Here right. read these books.
1: I yeah I don't know how and I mean I think for me part of it was that I didn't really know anybody that was reading things like this. Yeah,
0: me too. Um, uh,
1: particularly not I any mean, women. Yeah. So there wasn't somebody to sort of handhold and and guide me through right. the greater world. Um, yeah, I didn't. You know, and it's... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 um, you no, know, it's wonderful to to as an adult to have good science fiction. That's the kind of things that I like to read. There's plenty of good science fiction by women authors out there, but it's not something I've connected with. Like, yeah. Um. Ursula uh, Le Guin. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I've tried and it just wasn't, it's not bad. It's just not something I connect with. Right. So it's great for me to have female protagonists, female authors that I, in a genre that I love and connect with.
0: Yeah. I think part of my problem was that like I started reading Star Wars books when I was like 12 and like Mm -hmm. I pretty much just kind of read those and I didn't have anyone close to that I that read a lot of science fiction that or like an older adult that read a lot like my my dad read a lot but he read like baseball books or history right. books so like yes he, I didn't have him to be like hey read this book like even right even even people like uh, um, Isaac Asimov or Heinlein mm-hmm. or like those people you like who people are like here read these books, you know, or even like Tolkien. My, well, no, my dad did read The Hobbit, but um, but like, well,
1: my un—I I mean, my uncle is a big, big reader and gives me books every year for Christmas and has since I could read, and he, we did a lot of um classic sci-fi like Asimov right. and um Huxley, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Which yeah. more dystopian, but sci-fi enough. Yeah. Um. But nothing that really spoke to me in a way that that the Star Wars books did right. at the time. Yeah. Um. But now we have like a feast. Yeah. <laughs> of, of things.
0: Right. There's and like. All besides all of the new books that mm-hmm. come out all the time, where I'm like, and 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 not just female authors. Like I've discovered other authors like John Scalzi. I really like. Yep. Um, but like, you know, there, I there's also like, I'm like, oh my god, there's, there's so many great female authors I've never heard of before, and that sucks and i'm
1: gonna read them all um and like and yes my two read list is like nine miles yeah, long yeah, at mine this too. point
0: yeah, yeah. my two, mm-hmm. and uh, so i'm going back and reading books i've read before <laughs> <'cause> that's what <laughs> well, i did. thanks
1: for doing it with me yeah
0: but i mean like lois mcbaston bejold is like such a you know prolific author and like besides this series she's also written fantasy books that are really highly regarded uh the curse of chalion series so Mm -hmm. um you know if you are not a not a huge space opera person you know try those because i've heard they're wonderful and she's writing new novellas now so so yeah um we are just
1: gonna be reading these until we die basically
0: pretty much
1: okay cool (laughs) cool at least we'll have something to do and talk about
0: yeah so um so yeah that's pretty much the genesis for the podcast was I started reading these books I got Robin to read them um and then I was like I think I want to do a podcast and she was like okay
1: because then I'll have deadlines (laughs) to actually read them (laughs) I'm my my work is is sort of all-consuming sometimes so if I don't have Um, like fixed dates in which to accomplish things. Yeah, it will just never happen, right? So uh, I'll get halfway through and then get distracted by something (laughs) else and be like, "Oh yeah, I did really love that book. I should get back to that." (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: I actually um, I I I tempted Robin by when I finally got to a civil campaign. (laughs) <laughs> which is like in the background the plot is the uh royal the the imperial wedding i, I don't even want to say royal imperial wedding um i was That's like even more exciting yeah. so robin is a is a wedding planner and and floral designer and i was like robin 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 it's a
1: wedding it's in a speed, wedding in speed.
0: The emperor is getting married. <laughs> Robin and one of the and one of the characters. I mean, she's not a main character in the series, but um, Alice Verpatchel becomes like sort of the social secretary for the emperor. Um, during most of the series. It's like a dream job. Yeah. And like all she does is like protocol and like oh, planning plan parties, parties. Make
1: things pretty. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah mm-hmm. exactly. That's my dream job. And she's really good at it. And she like has so much power in this society that devalues women because she knows everything that's going on.
1: <laughs> no, oh, I love it. Yeah. I can't wait so to I was get like, there. So I
0: was like, Robin. And then she's like, okay, I have to read these. <laughs> All right, fine.
1: I mean, I remember you talking about Gentleman Joel and the Red Queen. Yeah. I remember you just being like, what is this majesty?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, and I haven't even read that book yet. I've read oh, parts you ha- of it. I thought you nope. had. Nope. It's the oh. last book. Um, I'm actually – uh, I haven't actually read the whole thing yet. I've skimmed it. Um, okay. I skimmed some of the bits. So I, but I know basically what happens in it, but, but yeah. Um, and, and like also like Shards of Honor is, it's pretty much a romance in space. And so I was mm-hmm. like, Robin, you mm-hmm. have to read this
1: book. <laughs> this is right up my
0: alley. <laughs> it's so up your alley. It's out.
1: space and a romance right. novel. I mean. But it's also,
0: yeah, but I mean, it's not like, it's a romance novel, but it's also like got all this, Political intrigue going on in the background, right? And and
1: when I say romance novel, I do not mean that as a pejorative. No, I love them. We love and them. I think that yes. there is a great place for them. Um, I think it's in, like it's interesting character building. Yeah. Um, but it's not just I don't I don't want people to think that like it's a bodice ripper or something. No. If if it were, that would be interesting, but it's not. <laughs> um, well. <laughs> I mean keep reading yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like that's the sole plot or yeah um that it's trite or anything like that it doesn't feel that way at all
0: yeah yeah it's um it it's it's just got so much it's got something for everyone like there are books that are like kind of straight up romances there are books that are like romantic comedies there are mystery books there are um, like psychological thriller yeah but like yeah so yeah there there really is something for everyone and i really i really encourage people to give it a try because they they are and her writing is just so So good good (laughs) like it's so good her prose is just some luscious prose and it's so like succinct like not a word is out of place and um
1: but it also doesn't feel like clinical too right it, it, it doesn't feel too brief right um you know you get exactly the right amount of description for everything yeah you get the right amount of word like you know the right amount of dialogue going on
0: right um, and the way she describes characters like mm-hmm. you know it, she you know she never like you get a picture of who they are, but she doesn't really ever describe like, you know, oh, uh, Errol Verkozigan is this this mini feet tall and has brown hair and brown eyes and blah blah blah. Right. Like she describes them as like like one of the characters she describes as like hatchet face, you know? Yep. And so you get a a good idea of what what they actually are, you know.
1: she describes them as real people yeah
0: yeah exactly um so we are going to be reading a book per month um with the associated there's some associated short stories and novellas that i think are you know are are vital to the understanding of miles <laughs> mm-hmm. um and that's why one of the reasons i'm actually going back and rereading them because i didn't read those novellas until later and i'm like oh yeah okay oh, that would have been it now. yeah so um there are let me count one two three four five six seven eight nine i think there's 14 books that we are going to read Um, there, there's, there's actually 17 in the series, but two of them are unrelated to the Verkozigan clan. And one of them is a collection of, um, three different novellas. And I don't think that book is actually in print anymore. So we're just going to read the novellas separately because that's what matters. So we're starting off next month with Shards of Honor and the short story Aftermaths, which is included if you buy the ebook. Um. Then we'll be reading Brear, um, *The Warrior's Apprentice*, and *The Mountains of Morning*, which is a novella. Uh, *The Vor Game*, *Setaganda*, and *Labyrinth*, which is a novella. After that, *The Borders of Infinity*, which is another novella, and *Brothers in Arms*. They pretty much happen right one right after the other. Um, and then *Mirror Dance*, *Memory*. Comar, a civil campaign diplomatic immunity uh why i'm sorry i messed up in the schedule <laughs> c- winter fair gifts should be with a civil campaign not captain for patrols alliance nancy uh-huh. uh yeah so uh civil campaign plus winter fair gifts uh diplomatic immunity captain for patrols alliance cryovern and gentleman joel and the red queen and gentleman joel is the last book that came out in 2012 and some have speculated that th- that will be end up being the final Verkhozigan book. Um, hmm. it, it It is a pretty good series ender, um, but I, I hope she writes more. <laughs> um, uh, so we're not going to read Falling Free or Ethan of Athos. Falling Free takes place 200 years before Shards of Honor, um the events of the book are mentioned in diplomatic immunity and it takes place in the same region of space um but i i don't eh, it's not my favorite uh part of the part of the universe so i have never had a desire to read it i might change my mind later and Ethan of athos is also uh, unrelated it does feature um Ellie Quinn, who is a later girlfriend of Miles again. But Aww. but um it's I, I, I'll probably end up going back and rereading that eventually, but um it's also not related.
1: It's not required reading. Yeah, it's not required.
0: So um I wanted to describe a little bit the 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 history of the series because I'm sorry. I am skipping ahead on my show notes. <laughs> so, yeah, I discu—I I discussed how I got into the series. Um, obviously, I love the series because I'm rereading it again.
1: Rereading it.
0: Um, but, yeah, I have read up through Captain Verpatrol's Alliance. I have read the very end of Cryoburn. <laughs> and I have skimmed through Gentleman Joel and the Red Queen. <laughs> um, so... I, I will do a little warning um there may be s- broad spoilers in the in in the podcasts for future events um nothing specific um like how things happen but I might mention this is important later on or you know I mean it's it's really hard to not give spoilers for a series that's 30 something years old (laughs) right
1: i think we're probably well out of spoiler territory considering the last one was published in 2012 right i mean right i I don't want to spoil it for anyone but if there are mild ones I, i i feel like the internet will provide far more than we ever could
0: yeah and like the the reason i started what the actually the reason i Became interested in the series is because of the spoilers I read for Gentleman Troll and the Red Queen. Maybe that's
1: what I remember you talking yes, about. That is okay. what I
0: told you about. So, um, okay. I, so I'll be mentioning those spoilers probably, um, <laughs> as I'm reading through the book because I'm reading through like, uh, uh I know what goes going on there. Um, so if you don't want to know anything, um, I would say read at your own pace but like i i i i might spoil some things happen like so and so dies but i'm not gonna say how um because it's the journey that's important right you know know? yes so yeah um so my favorite characters uh cordelia is fantastic Mm -hmm. um i actually um had a hard time when I skipped, when I when I transitioned to the Miles books because I liked Cordelia so much. Cordelia so
1: much, yep.
0: And I was like, I don't want to read about Miles. He's a 17-year-old little brat. And then I- just
1: I, want to go back to Cordelia. I want her to be my friend.
0: Yes. And then I read more of the Miles books and I was like, oh, okay, I see it. I, 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 I get it why he's so interesting. And then I got to like, Brothers in Arms, and that's when I could not stop reading. I was like, oh my God, I freaking love these books, and I love Miles. He's such a little shit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But
1: I love him anyway.
0: Yeah, like um, Brothers in Arms, Mirror Dance, and Memory are such good books and i here here's a here's a a, a here's a spoiler <laughs> uh in mirror dance, not even
1: like half an hour yeah in.
0: i know mirror dance uh for those of you who know the series miles uh dies
1: <laughs> wow in
0: mirror dance um and you're like what
1: the fudge happened what is happening yeah what is happening yeah.
0: of course this is a science fiction series in which characters can recover from that <laughs> so you
1: have some nicely advanced medical technology. They do
0: it's really convenient um, it's good stuff yeah but like but it's also like you know I, I i think i knew that was happening um you know just from reading like Wikipedia summaries of the books um and i got there and i was like I was like oh my god God, like I had to keep reading because I was like, I have to know what the hell happens. <laughs> yep. Uh and like by the time I got to memory, which which is I would say memory is pretty much the the pivotal Miles book. Because like okay. you would think you think, you know, dying would be pretty much the 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 apex. I guess the pinnacle of <laughs> the, existence. The pinnacle. Yeah. Yeah. But uh no, like no. And, and that's that's why I love Lois McMaster Bujol's writing because she doesn't make anything easy for anyone. Like she has literally said that um, she thinks of the worst thing that could happen to a character and then she does it. <laughs> and it is ex- it is she one. She
1: goes to the George R. R. Martin School of Writing. Oh
0: yeah, but not even that because it's not even like dying. Like like the dying part is easy. <laughs> it's it's right. the it's what happens when you don't it's the die living-
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: So. Um,
1: there's a line in Hamilton about that. Oh, of course there is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So once I got to there, I was just like, I couldn't stop reading. And it, um, it's funny because um, my my aunt has uh, pretty advanced Alzheimer's. And one of the plots in memory is a character – losing his memories and oh, I, dear. I knew that and i asked my friend who's read the series okay how much do i have to prepare myself and she's like eh, he, uh, just he this keep an eye out for these things and i'm like okay so i knew it was coming so i could prepare myself and i was actually fine with that book it was the next book komar which is about uh one of the one of the uh, characters is in a unhappy marriage, <laughs> and I found Ooh. myself really <laughs> relating to her and having a lot of bad flashbacks from a bad time in my life. And I was like, "No one warned me about this." <laughs> <laughs> and now yeah. I just, I'm just, I'm just, I love it. I love the whole world. I love Barayar and its stupid, stupid government. Um, I just want to hit them all and say, you guys are so dumb.
1: <laughs> like, or, also like kind of want to live there. Yeah.
0: Like I would like, yeah, I don't know why it's like that whole like historical, like looking at like, you know, like how we're obsessed with the Royal family, even though mm-hmm. we know it's a bad idea. Like, you know, and you think of like Anastasia, you know, and like the Russian revolution and all of that. And like, I mean, Breyer is pretty much space Russia. It is.
1: <laughs> what? You, when did she start writing these books? Uh,
0: nineteen eighty six. So
1: you know, Cold War was still yes. happening. Yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, if you want to go into like your his your history with them so far, and then I'm, I can talk uh, about the history <laughs> of the series.
1: <laughs> sure. Um. <clears throat> so I got into this.
0: Because of me. Because of you.
1: <laughs> that's that's the long and short of it. Um, you, you, of all people, know that I have a weakness for uh, space opera and mm-hmm. strong female characters. Um, it turns out particularly redheads, I like. <laughs> yes. I mean, nothing to do with, like, they just seem to be ladies that I'm like, I want to be friends with you.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's, or I want to be, be Cordelia's friend. Yes. She's so cool.
1: Um, and I started reading them only about, gosh, last fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm only I'm only made my way through the Warriors Apprentice. So I've got to read the Mountains of Morning,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and continue from there. Although it still gives me a head start <laughs> <laughs> on everything else, um. And from the first from the very beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, no, these are these are my kind of books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I enjoy Cordelia so much. I know that the rest of the series is more devoted to Miles and Mm -hmm. um, that's fine. (laughs) I like Miles just fine. Yeah. But I just fell in love with Cordelia and Errol and their relationship oh, in the first couple of books they're um, so good <laughs> they are i mean they they're they're flawed people but they're good people Oh, they're and, so flawed <laughs> I, yeah but but not in a way that makes me recoil it's no. it's flawed in a way that that makes me go oh i get it yeah i i get it and i'm sorry that your upbringing was harsh or whatever but they are the type of people that overcome that and um, learn to enjoy each other. Yeah. And <laughs> that was really compelling for me in the first couple of books. Um,
0: yeah. We, um, I think you will really love um, a um, She is. Oh yeah. Rates.
1: <laughs> 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 I
0: like her a lot. Uh, um, she's one of those characters I really relate to,
1: and um, you haven't really. Did... When does she show up? She shows up in Comar. Okay. Um. So, like five books from now. Yeah. Five uh, books from where I am. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, spoilers.
0: Exactly. She becomes someone important. Um, <laughs> <he> oh do- Okay, joking. <laughs> yeah, she. She's the future lady Vercoe's again. Spoilers. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know, right? <laughs>
1: oh my god. That even makes me more excited
0: for this. Yeah. So a civil campaign is not only about the Imperial wedding planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also Miles trying to court a without her knowledge. <laughs> wait. <laughs> yes. E-
1: wait. Yeah. How do you even Don't it's Miles? Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Sure. Right? Of course. I mean, don't we all want to be courted without knowing it?
0: <laughs> I mean, no, but right. it's Miles. <laughs> he's not very smart about that sort <laughs> he, of he's thing. He's really not. No. Good at
1: tactics. Not at... Love. Not at, like, interpersonal relationships. No. Relationship. no. Uh, um, but I, you know, part of the thing that I'm really enjoying about it is... Pondering what parallels Barayar has to Russian culture, yeah. Um, I there was something they they very rarely talk about the the clothes that the women are wearing, but and um, just for anyone that it, doesn't know me, there are
0: not a lot of them in the books because Bereyar no.
1: sucks. <laughs> right, true. Um, but for anyone that does not know me, I am an avid historical costumer. Yes, so this is something that really appeals to me. I'm like, oh, what are they wearing? Um, and I love the details that she puts in about their uniforms. I mean their uniforms are basically straight out of um, pre-revolution Russia. Yeah um, which I love. I just love those little details and trying to figure it makes the world more visually appealing to me. Yeah uh, It rounds it out <laughs> in a way that a lot of authors don't. Have you gotten to any of the descriptions
0: of Komaran type trousers and Beraren jackets?
1: <laughs> um, I, we, I've read about Beraren jackets, but I have not read about Kamarian trousers. Yep, yet.
0: Comarin trousers.
1: Comarin trousers. I, I get wow. the impression
0: that they're like loose pants, like Palazzo pants or something like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's gonna be awesome. Yeah i can't Uh, wait
0: there's a and there's a there's a lot of descriptions of clothing especially like as you get later on in the series um but yeah it's good so yeah you haven't gotten very far so you really haven't you've met uh ivan and gregor but you haven't really spent a lot of time with them no um so um so yeah they're they're two of my favorite characters but um for those of you who haven't, who don't really know much about the series, um, the Vercosian Saga basically started in 1986. Uh, Lois McMaster Bujold was writing, uh, she wrote Shards of Honor first, um, I believe then she wrote The Warrior's Apprentice, and then she wrote Ethan of Athos. Um, And if you look at the chronological order of the books, those do not go together. (laughs) Nope, not
1: in the slightest. Uh,
0: Ethan of Athos would take place after Setaganda in the chronological order. Um, But she basically wrote them because she wrote Shards of Honor first uh, about Miles's parents. And then she and then she wrote the first, you know, Miles book. And she really liked that universe and she had this other idea for a story set in that universe, but she hadn't sold the books yet. So she actually actually ended up selling all three of them at the same time. In one go? Yes. Wow. Um so they were published kind of close close to one another. Um and then she was, you know, working on next books. And that's when she wrote the um borders of infinity uh novel which is which is the three novellas uh mountains of morning labyrinth and borders of infinity pushed together with a framing story and those are really like three stories in miles's early career um and they 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 they're a good introduction to miles uh, you know as a as a character outside of Mm -hmm. the novels um And then, like, she kind of went all, like, crazy, like, in, in, like, so we were talking about this, like, how, you know, Star Wars books were weird in, like, the early days of the Bantam era, Um, but, like, this is, like, so much weirder, so... (laughs) <laughs> oh no! Yeah. So he, this is this is the publication order. Aftermaths was published first, which was a short story, um and then shards. And of- honestly,
1: when I was reading it, I couldn't really tell that it wasn't just like a continuation. Yeah, of the novel. So yeah. <laughs> so
0: that's first. Then shards of honor, which was in June of 1986. The Warrior's Apprentice in August 1986 and Ethan of Athos in December 1986. Then she wrote Falling Free, which was the story set like 200 years earlier. And then Brothers in Arms, which. I'm trying to keep up with this on the chart and I'm right it's all over the place. Yeah. So Brothers in Arms is like. Okay. I honestly cannot fathom how she wrote brothers in arms before Vorgame game and again, <laughs> like, and, and we, we can talk about this more when we actually get to brothers in arms, but like brothers in arms takes place like immediately after like some big, uh, you know, event that happens in bo- the borders of infinity novella. And like, it's, Years later, like Miles is with the the mercenary group that he founds, and I'm like, but wait, what? wait, wait! Oh, I'm I'm but, so confused. Yeah, like I, I'm like I don't know how how that happened. Um, and then she went back and wrote the Vor game, which is right after uh, Warriors Apprentice. Warrior's Apprentice. Then she went back and wrote berear <laughs> Which is right after Shards of Honor. Then she wrote Mirror Dance, Holy. which is right after Brothers in Arms. Then she wrote Setaganda, which is after uh the Vore Game. The Vore Game! Then she wrote uh. Memory, which was after Mirror Dance. And then she went... Um. And then she sort of went in chronological order that with Komar, a civil campaign, diplomatic immunity... Um, Cryo Burn, uh, Captain Verpetrol's Alliance, which actually takes place before Cryo Burn, but it's a it's an Ivan book, so it it doesn't really doesn't matter. really matter. And then um, Gentleman Mandrill. So yeah, it, it's I yeah,
1: that is all over the map.
0: Yes. So when people ask like, well, what order should you read it? I'm like chronological order. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, but I'm like, no, chronological uh, order. Uh, That's what Lois says. That's what you do.
1: Yeah, she provides a handy guide in the back of the yeah, book. Yeah, it's great, right? <laughs> really good, yes, because when I first started reading them, you told me to get Shards of Honor, so mm-hmm. I did. And then I was like, oh, what's next? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, there are a thousand of these. Okay. Oh, she tells me what to, what order to read them yes. in. Yes.
0: She's very helpful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I just don't know how she wrote them that way, but I mean, they work. They like honestly as I'm reading as I'm reading the series like I I cannot tell like that there is a that she didn't write them in order or like there and there isn't even any part where I could say like oh yeah you can tell her writing got better Um, because like Brothers in Arms was where I really got sucked into the series and that was one of her first books that she wrote. So yeah it's.
1: Clearly, she's just super talented. She's
0: amazing, and I love her. And if she ends up ever listening to this podcast, Lois McMaster Bujold, we'd love to talk to you. We love you.
1: We'd love yes, to talk come to chat you. chat with us <laughs> and tell us how to pronounce things.
0: <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> we'll uh, probably mangle them just oh, so everybody knows. Yeah, that's it's that's the fun part yeah. of this. Mm. So yeah, um, shards of honor and Beret are pretty much form a duology um they're like the Cordelia books and um Cordelia is the main is the only POV character um which is really interesting because once on Berear uh she you know I mean she has an important role as Lady Varkozigan and the you know the wife of the 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 regent but um she's a woman and berear you know does not give a lot of does rights to women no um and as i'm reading the book i'm like it's really interesting that like it's from her point of view because a she's a fish out of water so she thinks all beretians are nuts um <laughs> but like <laughs> but it's she true. yeah but like so much of the stuff is happening to her and i'm like but why are I, why is this from Cordelia's point of view? And then I get to the end and I'm like, oh, uh, oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then it sort of shifts to Miles for like the rest of the the series. And um, up until Mirror Dance, it's all Miles' point of view. He's the only POV character. Uh, Mirror Dance, we actually get a second POV character. Uh Mark Verkozigan.
1: Mark? Mark Verkozigan, yes. That's the most boring name. It I'm is. Sorry any marks out there. <laughs> hey! Um, Mark Hamill! <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm not I, I don't mean that, but like when the names around you are things like Errol mm-hmm. and um uh help me come up with another one. <laughs> Ivan. <laughs> Ivan you know. Mark is okay. kind of like Well
0: here oh. here is the reasoning for that. Okay. And this, so Mile so Mark is actually uh Miles's clone.
1: Oh. And <laughs> At least it's not Miles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a Star Wars joke, friends.
1: <laughs> Sorry. But
0: yeah, so Mark is Miles's clone who is um involved in a Setagandan plot okay t- um, to take over miles's life pretty much
1: uh-huh.
0: um so uh mark is so so the naming conventions on Berear are that the the first son is named after the paternal grandfather so, Miles was supposed to be named Piotr, which is... Right. Or his heir, Peter. Heir, yeah, Peter. <laughs> I don't know. I'll say... Whatever. whatever. supposed to say Piotr, Piotr Pierre, after Miles, after Errol's father. But um, that didn't work out. <laughs> the reasons we will discuss <laughs> For, no, in the novel, are
1: Definitively not. Uh,
0: and so, he is named... Miles Nason comes again after after Cordelia's father. Mm. Um, Mark was Cordelia's father's middle name. So, ah, uh, I see. So yeah, it's it's it's. So yeah, there's. I I believe it's that. So yeah, it's it's pretty much like he he was. Yeah, so that's how they got that name. But yeah, so. He, it's, it goes, that's the first novel where they actually have multiple point of views, which Mm -hmm. is really weird after just giving Miles his head the whole time. Um, And then Komar comes and you get a Katerin's point of view and Miles's, which was, I I started reading and I got to her point of view and I'm like, (gasps) switching POVs, (laughs) this is fantastic. (laughs) Ah! uh and then you get to a civil campaign which has uh let me count them miles miles mark ivan kareen Uh, is there another one i i want to say there's more i I think a Catarin as well yeah so uh, yeah i think there's like five different povs in that book it's great it's like it's like so crazy.
1: But most of these are the, so excited.
0: It is. I was so excited. Uh and then most of the other books are Miles Either Miles and a both and then Ivan's books which is back between Ivan and his uh romantic interests. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, it's 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 kind of nice that like the series starts off with just one POV and then gets to like it just it like builds
1: and builds and builds
0: and it kind of like as the universe expands so do all the characters and there's a lot of them and uh there's you know Cordelia and Miles are pretty much the the main protagonists for the series uh but Errol is you know ever-present uh, Ivan Perpatrel is one of uh, Miles's cousins and he is uh, amazing. I love him so much. He is kind of like the goofball and um, but he has reasons for being the goofball. Very important serious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Gregor is the um, uh, becomes the emperor and um, I love Gregor so much with all my heart. <laughs> he is my favorite emperor in all of fiction. <laughs> Ooh, way better, <laughs> way better than Palpatine.
1: Way better than what?
0: Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, it wouldn't take much. No,
0: it would not. He, he he's a wonderful man. Um, yeah,
1: Palpatine is not so much.
0: No, we first meet Gregor. He's playing with toy dinosaurs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, he's
0: so cute. So, yeah, um, I'm so excited to read through all the series.
1: I'm super excited about all of this.
0: Yes, it's going to be so much fun. And we want it to be interactive. So I know, you know, some people are reading the series for the first time. I know some people have read the series, you know, through already or, you know, multiple times. So if you, um, you know, have questions and stuff please tweet us questions uh we'll have our t- or our-
1: observations yes or anything you, know, you would like f- anything that comes up for you really yeah
0: it would be great or email us um you know we can f- find my nancy at Tashi hyphen station dot net you know vomit about the series. It's great. <laughs> I am I want to hear all about it. Because we're gonna do it at least once a month. We are so and it's gonna be come great. on
1: this journey with us.
0: And um I will put up a schedule on the blog so that you can follow along and don't have to jot down everything really quick as I said it in the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, because um, that
1: list was that list was that list is nuts.
0: Yes. And we I'll remind you you know, of of next month's pick at the end of each podcast. So
1: don't worry. Don't fret. It will be great. It will be super fun. Yes.
0: So um any final thoughts before we before we head out? I don't think
1: so. I'm really looking forward to it. Um Me too. I'm glad that I that I'm not just reading them month to month that I'm a little bit ahead so I can uh, yeah. go back and really do some studying. Yes. And have some good things to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Sweet. Yep. So thank you all for joining us on this introductory episode. Uh, episode zero, I guess you call it. <laughs> the Phantom episode. <laughs> uh, so join us next week as we discuss the first Vercozine Adventure, Shards of Honor, also known as When Errol Met Cordelia.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, it's so good. You guys are... oh. It, it's gonna I mean, be so i'm fun.
0: making little hearts i'm making a little no! heart with my hands
1: <laughs> <laughs> i can just see it now Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: so yeah okay thanks for joining us and we'll see you next see you... month or actually yeah. next week because we're recording yeah. next week
1: yeah i don't even know anymore but we'll <laughs> see you when when nancy tells me to <laughs> yes bye bye
0: The Varkoza Cast is a Tashi Station podcast brought to you by you, our Patreon subscribers. Visit patreon.com slash Tashi Station for more details. And we thank you all for supporting the show. Follow us on Twitter with the handles at Nancy at R underscore A underscore Smith, and at Tashi underscore Station. Subscribe to the show on iTunes via the Tashi Station Master Feed or the Tashi Station Book Club feed. And don't forget to leave us a review. Forward Momentum!